Hey guys, Justin here. Thanks for tuning into the Brews Room, a beer and culture show hosted by myself, brewery owner Jeff, bar owner Kyle, and beer enthusiast Mark. Collectively, we have over 174 years combined experience in bad puns and drinking beer. You can find us anytime at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom or watch the live stream every Monday at 10.30 p.m. at twitch.tv slash thebearded. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out patreon.com slash thebrewsroom for information on our second supporter-only show we like to call After Dark. It's just a little more of everything that the Brews Room is, just with less filters. No filters, to be exact. Enough about us. Grab your seat at the bar. The Brews Room starts now. What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Brews Room, episode like five hundred and something. Five hundred and eight. Five hundred eight. Five hundred eight. Five hundred eight. Yep. I think it's five hundred seven and a half. Well, we're not done with this episode. When we're done, ah. it'll be five hundred eight. Okay. Uh, real quick, don't tell us what to do, Patterson. <laughs> Fuck I, yourself. I want to apologize to uh, all of our fans that followed us on Google Plus who aren't going to be able to follow us there anymore. What happened? Google killed it. They had a huge data breach, and it was already... I mean, it was a dead platform to begin with. I didn't but, know Google uh, Plus was still alive. Yeah, yeah. I didn't either until today when they said that they're uh, shutting it down after a massive data breach. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to find us on alternate platforms now, unfortunately. Sorry about that. You know who we don't have to apologize to anymore is Dawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Friday, we had Big Black Beer Bash, and uh, I walked into the bar. Dawn flags me over. She's like, Jeff, 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 come here. I got to tell you this. I was watching Jeopardy yesterday. And something happened, and just out of nowhere, I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so Dawn is the one that that we apologize to because we say fuck so much. She's a, she she's doesn't a, like uh, She's a profanity. sweet woman, yeah. Uh, her, her and her husband, uh, Greg, uh, come to her, both of our places a lot. And, yeah, she said fuck. So we don't have to apologize to her She anymore. felt real bad about it, too, I could tell, just when she was telling us. Like she, I think she did at first, but then the more we all high fived her and congratulated yeah. her, I think she kind of enjoyed it. I <laughs> think I think she's gonna have a potty mouth from it's now gonna, on. It's gonna work yeah, into her be great. Uh, regular rotation. <laughs> she's gonna sound like Carlin from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> she's gotta give us the rundown of the seven dirty words on a regular basis. These are the words you can't say on the fucking television. <laughs> I don't open? know why I gave her a smoker's voice all of a sudden. Yeah, she doesn't have that. No, not at all. <laughs> she's gonna be doing open mic nights at Funny Bone on Tuesdays. <laughs> The, the uh, filthiest uh, mouth here in St. Charles. I'll Here's Dawn. To, I'll oh, her. I'll introduce her to Ron, who I think is actually on right now. Oh, he's <laughs> not on anymore. Nah, damn it. What a dick. <laughs> anyway. Hope everybody had a great weekend. We had a good one. I haven't seen you guys. I mean, I haven't been on the podcast in two weeks. I've been yeah. uh, doing wifey time. But uh, I know you guys had a good weekend. Is that what you call Augusta. Um. Yeah, Augusta was fine. It was good. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. Same thing. I was more excited about uh, Friday, Big Black Beer Bash. Kicked ass. Um, we pretty much crushed it here. And uh, lots of great beer on tap. And uh, I always make it in for a late night beer. I, I, was, I can't believe you didn't show up this year. No, I, I knew I was going to. It, like Normally I make it in around 9.30-ish and uh, had to hold on the fort at Shamrock, so. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. We had a really good crowd. It was, it was jamming in here all night. So, 
And for the most part, people kept it cool, which was nice. That's always a bonus uh, on events like that when you're only serving double-digit beer, alcohol beers, you know. Biggest was 18 and a half. What'd you have? Tweak. Tweak was 18 and a half? Yeah. What year is that Tweak? Uh, 16. It's two years old. What was the first year they did it? 15, I think. 15, 15 14. I, I have no I idea. I think I still have one bottle from 15. The original release? Yeah. I'd like to try yeah. that. Um, be, that'd be the a, last time that I, I I had a few and we opened one together at some point. None of us probably remember it, but oh um, yeah, that does sound familiar. Every every regular that we share together uh, was just they were just so happy and d- just the the incredible selection you guys had here on Friday was they I mean they were ooing and on. Greg uh, Greg Don's fucking husband was. Uh, <laughs> Was saying how he had to make it home, or he barely made it home. That guy was annihilating. Yeah. Man. It's a good thing Don was here to drive him yeah. because that guy was feeling no pain. He, he at put a all. hurt on it. He's and he was only doing the six ounce sports, but still like, had buddy. a seven hundred dollar bar tab. <laughs> he six week was his last six ninety eight. He was forty two percent of our sales that night. <laughs> <laughs> now I think everybody had a fun time for the most part. Uh, like I said, everybody was was good. I didn't have to uh, cut. Too many people off. Any vomit? <laughs> no, uh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> that's always, that's always good. Most of our customers are, are cool. Like seasoned vets. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that too often. It's not like St. Patrick's Day where it's amateur hour. You know, like everyone that was in here were the type of people that didn't mind paying eighteen dollars for a snifter of beer. Right? You guys probably do more sales on Big Black Beer Bash than you do St. Patrick's Day. No. Uh, if you factor in the time, yeah. maybe. But total dollars, no. 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 Um, yeah, and I was surprised, you know, because everything on tap was pricey. You know, like these these are very expensive kegs. Uh, a snifter of tweak is eighteen dollars, which and it's well worth it. When you think about it, though, you go and buy a bottle of a twelve ounce bottle at the store; it's eighteen or twenty bucks. Yeah. It's not yeah. like you know that's unreasonable. And most of I say all of our customers that were here on Friday, I didn't have a single person like complain about prices of stuff it's also 18 percent. so right. i mean the, drinking that one is the equivalency of drinking three budweiser's sure it, it's funny to hear no, more than know. that four budweiser's yeah, yeah five Almost five point two percent is budweiser is that yeah. right oh that's right i was thinking it was four but yeah five percent so three and a half budweiser's and i don't i don't remember if i told you uh i don't think i've been on since things but ink spot black party uh the lady that we we had we we're selling 12 ounce cans of bush <coughs> for three bucks and she said, what do you guys got? We said, we got butt aluminums for four and Bush and Natty cans for three. And she goes, three dollars? Like, where are you getting a 12-ounce beer? Anywhere. You, anywhere at all. I know it's in, I mean, it's in I don't care field. if it's Bush or anything. Like, three bucks three is Three bucks fair. is a fair <laughs> price for a beer. <laughs> I went on the rat run. Yesterday, did you really? Yeah, we stopped at a couple of shithole bars, and I was drinking Stag, and they were three bucks everywhere. That's completely fair. Yeah, that's it's a normal price. I had no problem with it. But then you go to a music festival, and Bush, you know, a little bit classier beer, and yeah, I think three dollars is yeah mediocre at best. (laughs) I mean, the beer. I mean, yeah, no, that's fine. You, we were in Winfield though. To be fair. It was a great time. How much do you think a bottle of Bush costs at, at the Winfield VFW? Probably a buck. You think? You think they charge that little? Two dollars. I don't know. Man. I bet it's yeah, like two it's a dollar fifty. I bet. <laughs> You're probably right. I love that venue. 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad you guys came out. I, yeah, I really we, we appreciate it. I, I I wish I got to make it on the next week, but uh, the week after, man, I'm so excited for next year. Yeah, we did. Uh, so then, yeah. So Saturday we had um, Augusta Bottoms Beer Fest. It's always a fun time. We got rained on, but at least it was you know warm. It was a warm rain this time. Freezing. Um, Do you guys camp? No. No. You drive back? Yeah. We both collectively had like one beer total <laughs> worth of yeah, beer. That yeah, day. maybe total. And a, well, we're and also fucked up again because the, you know, be, because of our schedule, we had to have Big Black Beer Bash the night before. Right. So. Yeah, you know, we both enjoyed ourselves that night. When you wake up at the ass crack of dawn on Saturday, I mean, fuck, we met at ten fifteen. So yeah. I mean, we were both up that's super early. early. For, that's early for bar people, right? And we come up here, we got to load up and drive all the way out there, then unload and set up and everything. We're just, I don't know, not much into drinking anymore, right? At those kinds of things, especially after a night of, you know, twelve percenters all night. I I played in a golf tournament with um, some bank executives, and I was trying to explain how, you know, they, they were talking about they have kids and they were explaining how, you know, Friday night randomly where they get a babysitter and it's the, you know, their wife goes all out and, you know, gets to throw up, you know, because that's the night they get to go out. I'm like, you know, when you just do it all the time, you really don't have that. Mm. Ah, let's really get fucked up tonight. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like that when when you're in the bar industry. At least as an older bar industry. Well, we person. got done with the festival on Saturday, and we were, you know, just both tired from Big Black Beer Bash and then doing the festival. We just went back to Jeff's house, watched the hockey game, and drank a handful of Bud Light Limes and a bottle of Mad Dog. And if we called it a night at like eleven thirty, I was in bed at midnight a and asleep. Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to do shots. I wanted to pass a bottle around, so we did. Oh my god, Mad Dog's fucking gross. Uh, we did passion fruit. Dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Dragon passion. Passionate dragon. Passionate dragon. We did Mad Dog 2020. Dragon's fucking. And, uh, man, it tastes like Pepto-Bismol and feet. It's really I gross. It. You know what? And, and this is a very. I told you to get the apple pucker. The very North. <laughs> I have it. The very North County thing is to do uh, Boone's Farm Snow Creek Berry. <laughs> we uh, we know you love that. You yeah. the Snow Creek Berry. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way to go. If you're going to pass a bottle around. And not be just completely blasted. Normally we do fireball, but I know, I've yeah. gotten to the point where I just I don't even like fireball anymore. It's so well. There's a hundred grams of sugar sweet. in each shot. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't care for it. And we don't have uh, OMG bottles anymore, so we couldn't do that because everything's on tap now. But uh, root beer thats a lot of work. Ah, not if you do them in in like a a big volume. Because we got to make a jug before. Uh, sure. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's not that much work. I yeah, guess, really, but. Yeah, I don't. I mean, a jug of root beer barrels. I don't know. Not really a jug, but I mean, you could do a pitcher and just. Pitcher drinks are always bad for us. Every time we drink pitcher drinks at the house, yeah, it's bad. Good boys asleep at six o'clock. Tim's throwing up in my bathroom. <laughs> Good boy wasn't there, so we don't have that issue. Well, that's true. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, what's up in a beer? We got uh, some beers. Wonderful. Idea. Let's drink them. Got a bunch of stuff from our buddies at uh, Crane. Uh, our friend uh, JC was pouring for them at Augusta Bottom, so he uh, gave me some bottles to come back and talk about Sand? on the show. Sand, yeah. Is he with them? No, he just knows Chris, and okay. I guess Chris called him and said, hey, do you mind pouring some beer up there for me? And he's like, okay, I get to go to a festival for free and hang out and 
JC's a great guy. Yeah, he's a good dude, and he still likes doing that kind of shit, so he was, like, super pumped to be there. He's selling brewing equipment, right? Yeah, SS Brewtech. Good for him. Uh, so we're starting with Trailsmith, which I believe is just their yeah, uh, Belgian-style ale, but uh, basically Saison. Just a Saison, right? Yeah, so it's standard issue. I'm not big. I mean, certain bottles, you know, I'm, I'm especially from Crane, I, I lean toward the the Gozas or whatever. This beer, I thought it was really, really great, so I brought it in. And, and people, when you get them to try it, they think it's a great beer. But they're kind of reluctant to try the saison. Just to try this beer. This beer I, in particular. I, I I think that Crane, their labels. If you watch, I mean, do you guys have any in the cooler? Yeah. Do you, do you yeah. stock them? Mm-hmm. So you have to turn them so you can't see the Crane. That's my only problem with labels because yeah. I like the art. I think the origami style is really neat. But if you look at the bottle, aside from the origami, there's no telling front. Like front facing what the beer is, and I think that's kind of a miss uh, from a marketing perspective. You know, if you have this bottle and just shrink the logo, uh, you know, the the design just a smidge and put Crane Grapefruit Goes on the bottom or something, you know, it's this is is a beautiful label. Yeah, when you when you stock it, you have to show what it is. Yeah, so you that's what you get to see. So yeah, I don't like to see the cool stuff, the cool art when it's in the cooler. Um, I like their beer a lot, though. They, uh, this as a saison for me is very more, much more, uh, almost bordering on the triple flavor with the banana. This is uh, one clove. of the few ciders or uh, saisons I actually like. But I don't care for this lower ABV. Uh, it's not for, not this. I don't care for saisons, as you guys know. Yeah. This is one I could actually drink. This is up me and Justin's alley right here. We just had somebody ask what we thought about Angry Orchard. Yeah, cider. I've been trying to to talk to him a little bit about it, but. Uh, you know, we're not really really cider people here, but uh, here's my problem. He, she, I don't know, Mark, maybe we're gonna call him Mark. Marcel, I think it's Mar- yeah. Marcel. Marcel and me. I'll drink a craft cider. I will too. I, I can, just I can, don't I can like I, them, man. but I can appreciate it. I'm not gonna hey. drink. I'm never gonna go to a place and order uh, a 12 or a 16 ounce pour of a cider. Have you brought Stem in since it's been available? It's fantastic. I, I think they make great cider. We have the cucumber uh, mint. No basil. Just there are other answers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, like that a lot. I think salted it's, I, cucumber. Salted cucumber. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I think it's a Marcy. really great. We went to Stem uh, when we were in Denver last yeah. time. It, and and they have a make. A, I, I like a lot of the herbs and fruits stick out really well in ciders. I agree. It, much better in some beer, you know, than some beers. I used to hate ciders a lot. Like they just, I just would never drink one. And I think more and more, if if I find a good one, like. The Brick River stuff from downtown. I think they're um, they're dry, refined. It's is, great. It's good. Um, the semi sweet's still too sweet for me. It reminds me of a woodchuck or an Angry Orchard. My problem with Angry Orchard is that it tries to brand itself as a separate thing, even though it's Boston Beer Company. Like, right. I think wouldn't it have been better if it was they just called it Sam Adams, and Angry Orchard was the the product and not the brand. I mean, Sam Adams has a nationally known. They made it grow by itself, which is impressive. They did a good job yeah. doing it that way. I just always thought it was kind of weird that. Yeah, I mean, they w- had this Woodchuck is, Woodchuck is really hurting. So, as far as national brands go, as far as higher sugar ciders, Angry Orchard is ruling the world. Ruling the world right now. 
eat, I don't see woodchuck hardly anywhere when we go out anymore. It's Angry Orchard is is pretty much. I don't the, even see Angry Orchard anymore. I I don't see much ciders. I mean, certainly not on draft. It, cider was the hot product for about five years, and sure. I think we're over that. I think we hit that five year period where that's kind of fallen off, and now the cider drinkers moved on to the hard seltzers, sure. which is what's. A hugely just dominating yeah. the market right now. Right now, is the, the way that uh, that I understand is that the rest of the country, the way that St. Louis should be right now is we should be into craft ciders, and both of our bars should be selling craft ciders really well. Seattle Stem. Uh, I've got, I got Brick yeah. River. I got three different Brick options River, from Brick, Brick River. Brick River is fantastic. They should be selling really, really well because that that's the way that the rest of the country is gone. And other other companies, I mean, and you're seeing Angry Orchard with the rosé. And you're saying, I mean, Woodchuck actually did it way before anybody. Yeah. They have a Prosecco right now that's their seasonal. And it's actually a really good cider. It's really low in sugar. But you kind of get in between with, you know, like you said, that Boston beer, it's the big band. It's the the Angry Orchard name. Is It's not really craft cider. So some of the people that are really into that aren't drinking it because of the name. They're going to find the smaller. Yeah. Guys, yeah, that makes sense. I still hate it. We're talking about cider growth or hard seltzer growth. I was just reading an article earlier today that said uh, by 2024, so within the next five to six years, non-alcoholic beer is going to be a 25 billion dollar industry. AB's betting on it. Yeah, like billion, billion with a B. There's a lot of big. Take the under. AB Miller are both investing highly in new uh, NA products. Um, the guy who ran the high-end department just got a new job title. Um, it's like beer venture, beverage venture, something or other. And the whole point of his department that they just created is uh, beer alternatives. So seltzers, NA products, um, stuff like that, um, energy drinks. They're di- di- divesting out of their craft department and moving into other non-beer related. I know seltzer is just, it's absolutely blowing up right now, but I, man, it seems like the NA train has sailed. I mean, unless they do start doing more things like what uh, well-being. well-being is doing and actually get beer taste out of NA beers, I just don't see it. I think the tech is there finally, so if, if that's the case, big beer is going to jump on that and just dominate it. Because yeah, sure, I get that. Smaller breweries can't afford the type of equipment needed to make good NA beer. Right. You know, you're talking about O'Fallon here doing well-being stuff, but they have an entire room dedicated to the you know the equipment needed for that. Like most small breweries aren't going to be able to afford to put out so quality NA product. The great taste of beer without that pesky buzz. The, honestly, when it, the the only time that I get to see, and, and I know it's big because I see it around bars, the only time I really get to around drinkers that really enjoy the seltzers is around you guys. <laughs> Lauren, I and Lynn. Yeah, I Lauren and Lynn. Lauren and Lynn really. Water, but so. I'll tell you what. Me too. I mean, you had one the last time. When we were together in your garage, in your garage, uh, you guys were doing the thing where you grabbed the beer out of the cooler. Yep. And um, I think you grabbed the South South White Claw? Claw. White, White Claw. Claw. White Claw. The raspberry. I think it's really good. We're actually carrying those at the yeah. bar now. Yeah. And uh, you see them a lot. Black cherry and lime. You see them a lot of places now. Yeah. I've not started carrying them. I think you could move it. I think especially your place, you have a crowd for people that would, would order that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's not a degrading comment. It's just we have 
different clientele. You have a lot it's more completely different, wine yeah. and liquor drinkers. I think the hard seltzer appeal, appeals to those people more than it appeals to beer drinkers, for Which sure. Which is the reason I brought them in, sure. just to appeal to those people. I'll tell you, on the, on the same line, um, and I hate to support these guys because they kind of fucked over some of our friends, but the Cutwater Spirits. Those, those aren't Ballast Point, though. They're separate. No, those people left Ballast Point. Yeah, Cutwater is... Yeah, no, but they're still under that same umbrella. No. They're not they're still Constellation. In, oh, I thought they were. No. When Constellation I'm bought... I'm really glad you told me that, because I thought they were the whole time. When Constellation bought Ballast Point, these guys split and started their own company. So, so they have no affiliation with The with Vodka Mule, the Ginger Beer. The uh, Ginger Mule, the Mule is good. That we, it's we, disgusting. We, it's really good. I hate it's ginger. Su- it's so it's bad. It's super refreshing. And I remember we both hate Ginger. At like super. Do you remember that you hate ginger, Jeff? I do remember that. In okay. fact, I was just saying that. Uh, remember Good Juju? Uh, I fucking we, love we, that beer from we, left yeah, hand. I know. I'm, me and Jeff are like, get the fuck out of here. That beer is terrible. That and was, then you uh, like Grey Juju too, which oh, is the, Grey Juju was less gingery. I thought it was the most ginger uh, of yeah, the ginger. Speaking of left hand, what's happened with them, man? When was the last time we had a? Oh, they still put out Polestar. <laughs> And I was just thinking that like smoke jumper probably smoke jumper is good, but we have not had a left hand beer on that wasn't uh, nitro milk stout in a long time. And I used to love that brewery, man. I got excited when we got their seasonals. You know the ambidextrous season, um, rotating yeah, sure. beer that came out all the time, and then they said fuck that and just started break making batch one, which was the fade to black, fade to or fade to black. That's yeah. it. And, I don't know. I don't get excited anymore about that. I, I, I haven't even gone and looked for Thanks for the follow, Marcy. We'll, uh, co- join us next week. We'll try and get into uh, some other sweeter alternatives for you before uh, uh, you have to cut ties with us. So, <laughs> anyways. Uh, I, they, they do a bunch of saisons now, seasonally. So, oh, so yeah, that's like right. The, they were right, really big that. into choke cherries. And they, they tried Choked to cherry? choke cherries. What are choke cherries? A less sweet cherry. Um, it's native to Colorado, if I remember right. They, okay. they did beer school, so don't quote me. But uh, they they had a re- they they decided like this is a really great beer. They did it on a small level, and then when they're like, we want to put this nationwide because they're they have to be in almost every state. If I had to, I would guess, I had to guess. they're in most states. Yeah, uh, but they couldn't reproduce it because they couldn't get choke cherries. Gotcha. So uh, they switched it, and they, but they've done a bunch of different ones. They have really bad names for beers. You can't <laughs> pronounce them. It's like some breweries can get away with that, Urban Chestnut being one of them. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I want something that's easily pronounceable. When someone walks up to a bar and they can just rattle off the name without having to stumble over yeah. you know, 14 consonants. Is there any name that Urban Chestnut comes out with outside of Snicklefritz and Stalipa that you are 100% sure on the pronunciation of? Wingnut. Yeah. Okay. Fantasyland. So far, so good. Uh, Kudam. Yeah. You sure about that? It's K-U-D-A-M. I don't know how else you could yeah, pronounce but, it. Well, there's a, there's a thing over the U. There's a space. <laughs> there's a space right. in There's an apostrophe. Yeah. So, yeah, you could be – somebody could fuck it up. <laughs> Uh, we just switched beers, by the way. This is uh, Scythe and Stave, uh, also from Crane. This is a bourbon barrel aged rye saison, nine and a quarter percent on this guy. Uh, it smells really great. I'm rye saison, yeah. I don't like how that sounds, to be honest with you. So, <clears throat> I have a a big story. I know uh, we're going to want to talk about, uh, but before we jump into that, 
did you guys see Loganita just, just laid off like something twelve percent of its uh, workforce mm-hmm. yeah. last week? And I was reading the article, and they came up with the same excuses that you know AB basically had when they laid off all the high end guys. Craft slowing. We just don't. We can't afford it. We um, the exact same. Like they just had a chain letter, you know. For <laughs> I think Miller's going to probably do the same thing. Consolation will do the same thing. They, they already did. Point. Um, just excuses from big beer companies to cut costs. But I was on Reddit earlier today looking up, you know, trying to find some news stories or whatever, and somebody had posted just a thread like, "Hey, what's a cheap?" Easy to get IPA. That's good. He's wherever he is. He said it's. They don't have a lot of options um, in grocery stores. They have a lot of craft breweries or some craft breweries in the area, but they're you know expensive. You know they're all four packs for twenty bucks. And there was thirty comments on this thread. You know, Two Hearted, Sierra Nevada, uh, Torpedo, um, stuff like that. Not one single person mentioned Lagunitas IPA. And I think that's saying something about the brand where you can go in and get a really solid six pack of beer for six ninety nine and not a single person mentioned it when asked about a quality cheap IPA. And it's not doing a good a good job marketing anymore now that Heineken's taken over. I d I don't know. You but know I, I was kinda shocked about it actually though. I think at, at one point we we've all been fanboys or still fanboys of Lagunitas. We've all been treated really, really well by them. Uh, we've been to the breweries. We've we've enjoyed s- some perks from them. It's it's kind of sad to see how they've and and th- they won't admit it, but it's kind of sad to see how things have changed since Heineken took over. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We don't. I mean, we don't see we don't see their rep here nearly as often as we used to have some of our old reps come yeah. by. You know. That might be changing soon. We got a new rep. Yeah. Oh, really? And he's great. He's really, really great. You know, uh, hey, do you guys? Did you guys get Mozingo in? Uh, not yet. I've turned it down. Um, I will bring it in because I I think that's an awesome beer. But we've got Super Cluster on, and we just got Passion Grass. So, so, so I'm yes. trying not to flood. Su- my Super taps Cluster with is absolutely fantastic. It's a year round now. Super uh, Cluster was really good. Uh, passion grass I haven't put on yet, but I we put just mo- tapped it I put tonight. Mo- I put mozango on. Mozango is, I mean, did we have it, that last year? It is really no, it's brand new. Yeah, the, this is a collab they did with Shorts. No, that's it passion grass. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. No, mozango. No, no, yeah, we had it on last year. Oh, did you have? Maybe I mean I I would think I would have to have it on too. It was re- it's really great though. I don't remember it. It is super fruity, which I really really enjoy in an IPA now. Yeah. The passion grass was nice. That shorts collab, um, it's passion fruit and lemongrass pale ale. It's got a nice hop kick to it, though. It was. I thought it was going to be a sim- along the lines as uh, Schlafly's the lemongrass ale that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really enjoyed the passion grass a lot when I tried it. I, I could drink a few of those. What do you guys think about this scythe and stave? I it's smell. a lot more saison-y than the saison was. I think this beer is fucking awesome. Do you? Yeah. I smell it. I don't like it. <clears throat> but. It's a little more tart uh, than the Trailsmith. But I get a lot of rye and oak. I like it. It does not drink like 9.5% either. I'll tell you what it reminds me of, and we were talking about Lagunitas. It reminds me of a less tart Aurorica. 
Eroica? 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 Erosha. Erosha. Yeah. Erosha. Erosha. I like Eroica better. <laughs> <laughs> That's that one by uh, Elysian, right? Eroica. What? I'm just mispronouncing. Yeah. Uh, make oh. Commenting on another frequently gotcha. mispronounced <laughs> beer name. All right. So, oh, you wanted to talk about the uh, rat run. We We got off track earlier. Oh no! I just I, I I'll get there eventually. Uh, actually, I think it'll tie in nicely to the the story that you want to bring up okay. here. Um, so I'm going to read it, an article. It's four or five paragraphs, but I think it's important to uh, get all of the details out so we can talk about this. Um, last week, founders found themselves uh, in a lawsuit against a former employee for racial discrimination. Uh, and it's if if everything in this article is true, it's very damning to founders, and I think could could cost them some money and some business, um, especially with having just opened a second location or not second another location in Detroit, um, in an area where I think they were trying to get more diversity and clientele. Uh, this is not going to do them any favors. So a guy named Tracy Evans used to be a uh, brewer at Founders um, at Grand Rapids and then at Detroit at some point. Uh, so I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs real quick. It says, Evans, who is black, work at both the Grand Rapids and Detroit locations of Founders beginning in approximately 2014. He got his start at the brewery as a packaging machine manager and was the, and the events and promotions manager at the Detroit Tap Room at the time of his firing in 2018. During this time in Grand Rapids, Evans claims that he encountered blatantly racist behavior by management. In one instance, the complaint alleges that founders' employees named the facilities, I don't want to laugh at this, upstairs uh, management printer, the white guy printer, and the downstairs general employee printer, the black guy printer. That's not even funny. That's it's just, just racist. Plain old racist, yeah. Attorneys for the company denied the allegations regarding the naming of the printers and founders' response to the complaint. You don't just make that up. Why would you? Uh, so, you know, founders are going to claim that's not true, but I, I could never, ever possibly come up with that as a like an, an excuse. I don't know. Uh, according to the filing, Evans also claims he was passed over for four promotions despite having greater seniority and a better record of conduct than the two Caucasian employees who were ultimately hired. In October 2017, Evans applied for a new position at the forthcoming Detroit Tap Room and prior to his relocation was approached by white employees and said, what's up, Detroit? What's up with Detroit, my N-word? Evans filed a report on the incident with the Founders Human Resources Department, but according to the complaint, the employee remained at the company. The brewery's attorneys dispute this version of the events in the response to the complaint, stating that Evans told HR he did not want the offending employee to be fired and preferred to have a conversation with the offending employee about the comment. In Founder's version of the events, the company took disciplinary action against Evans' coworker and made the employee apologize. Is there a situation where you don't get fired for something like that anymore? And I, no, I don't no, think that there is. I don't think you have any other option. I think it. De- I mean, I mean, it absolutely. I mean, in that situation, when it's white versus black, or any other, 
you know, race first each other, you can't. But I, I had this conversation, and, and it was today about, you know, Columbus Day. The name is changing. What? You know, uh, what? It's not going to be named Columbus Day anymore. According to who? According to the national government. Really? It's going to be indigenous. That's something that they've been working on changing, but I don't think right. that it, no, that's it gonna, is. Yeah, no, that's that's supposed to be next year. Huh. I'd, I'd be shocked if this administration were to ever do anything like that. E- e- either way. I, I did see that Columbus, Ohio is not going yeah. to celebrate <laughs> Columbus Day anymore. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, You know what? I mean, it, it, it was one of the things that I was going to bring up uh, during Drink It or Sink It, but how, I mean, how everybody is so, so thin-skinned now. And even if you have thick skin, you have to tiptoe around everything that you say. And I don't think that it's fair. This guy is absolutely right. There, there's nothing that he has said that he's he, he's probably going to get some money out of it, and he probably yeah. deserves it. But but everything that that comes up is there's always an issue with everything. I mean, being blatantly racist, I have no problems with being no aggressive against that kind of behavior it's just not warranted especially in in brewing where it's been so overtly white for so long and everybody wants to bring diversity and then you have a culture like this for a giant company that actually could do some good in in expanding you know outside just white males you know um i think they they've they've fucked up on this one um we also but don't. We, we you, also don't know the whole the whole facts. I sure. mean, it's what we do know is that what just two weeks ago they said, "Hey, because of the new governor, we're going to split from the city council or the you know chamber of commerce because of the bigotry that he has expressed, and we don't support that so much so that we're we're going to make a political stance on this." Granted, they went back in. They went back on their words and went back in, which I actually. I know they took a lot of flack for that. I I disagree. I think it's a good thing that they went back in, because them them pulling out only hurts their city. Them going yes. back in is good. All right, they made their point. They got the word out there. I mean, we three douchebags in St. Charles, Missouri, were talking about it, and they made their point. Get back in there and actually do some good for the city. So clearly, they're trying to do the right thing. They've got the right mindset. How they allow this kind of shit to happen kind of blows my mind and yet also kind of puts me on god i hate to say these words kyle's page where <laughs> man you know well, we don't know the whole story and this company seems to be fairly progressive let me read you one more paragraph go on <laughs> um in the midst of planning an event for founders evan states that he scheduled a personal day for june 1st 2018 to drive to grand rapids and bring his concerns about the incident and his work environment once more to human resources However, Evans alleges that the general manager, Dominic Ryan, questioned Evans' decision to take a personal day when he had not completed his project. Evans says he explained his reasoning for taking the day off and told Ryan that he did not feel comfortable working alongside the employee. Uh, So previously, I skipped a paragraph. Uh, He was with an employee that said uh, the employee complained about how dark it was at the new taproom's location. Um, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, again, again, it's 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 one guy that's saying that's giving his opinion, and and I understand that there may be, I mean, it could be all facts, it could be all lies too. So Evans gave in and postponed his scheduled day off for fear of retaliation, 
Evans was fired the following week. He filed a complaint with the EEOC um, in August. Attorneys for Founders tell a different version of the events in their response to the complaint, though they do not deny the documented incidents involving the employees using the N-word, through, though in some cases the company disputed how the incidents were handled. Um, so he, he tells management, I'm taking a day off to go to HR, which he, that was probably his fuck-up. Maybe you don't tell your managers you're going to send a formal complaint in. You say you have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when you decide not to take your personal day and then go to work and then they fire you when you go to work, it doesn't look good. That's very, very true. It looks real bad. It'll be interesting to see when the facts come out. I mean, because obviously there's going to be a lawsuit here. Uh, when all the documentation comes out, it'll be really inches, interesting to see what actually comes about. So there is a response. Uh, I couldn't find the official uh, response to the court from founders. Did but you I'm call sure Jake Flick? No, we actually didn't get I a talked to him to talk about to it him. on Saturday at uh, Augusta Bottoms. Oh, you did? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was in passing. He, of course, took the brewery side. Sure. Which you have he to. He should. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's his place of business, and we for know Jake. O- for over a month now. Exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, he made it out like this uh, employee wasn't exactly the most trustworthy guy out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to repeat it because I don't remember everything, and I'd rather... You know, if this really blows up, we'll have Jake on the show. You know, he can Absolutely. he can get us some insider thought on it. But uh, I'm sure there's been some employee emails that have gone out. Yeah. about not talking about the yeah, situation. Yeah, precisely. Founders hasn't put out an official comment to the public at all about this. Um, I don't know how that reads for me. It it sounds a little bit guilty. You know, if you haven't come out and disputed anything publicly. Next. Yeah, um, yeah, we're going to right open our third beer of the night. This is a break from the crane stuff. We've got a public house R&D beer. I think it's called Soast, Sest, Soast, Soast Road. It's a Belgian double. In Soast, I think it's called. <laughs> I hope not. From, from Rala, it might be. S-O-E-S-T. <laughs> yeah, um, I got to read the side of the label on this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I really like Dubal, so I hope this beer is good. Um, Apparently, they have at their second location uh, just a small brewery that they do a ton of experimental stuff on, and we don't get much of it here in St. Louis. But they're uh, on our campus. We're not entirely sure what a love of learning, collaboration, and camaraderie tastes like, but we think it tastes like our beer. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not a double guy. This beer is really good. It smells great. I, I think you're really gonna like it, but it finishes really chocolatey, which is different. I think. Barrel aged bottle openers are bottle openers that are barrel aged. Well, not exactly barrel aged, but they are made out of barrels. Each barrel is made by hand by a friend of the show and is guaranteed to open your bottles. If you need a bottle opened. Barrel-aged bottle openers will open it for you. Why would anyone ever open a bottle with anything other than a barrel-aged bottle opener? Locally made, locally opened. Barrel-aged bottle openers. No creased caps with a built-in magnet, so no lost caps. Barrel-aged bottle openers. They won't open barrels, but they will open bottles. Barrel-aged bottle openers. Great for birthdays, Christmas, groomsmen, bridesmaids. Stop looking for gifts and start buying barrel-aged bottle openers. 
what's opening your bottles? So, all right, so I went uh, on the rat run yesterday. Chocolate? Yeah. Right at the end? Like Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. And uh, Explain what the rat run is. Bro. Okay, it's uh, a motorcycle ride. So it's the largest motorcycle run in St. Louis. Uh, most people start down at Cadillac Jack's uh, for breakfast and Bloody Mary's and then go on a run. There's three or four other bars between there and the end that uh, get uh, involved, let's say. Uh, and then it ends at Long Shots where they've got like the uh, the Dome of Death or steel dome, whatever. I don't know. It's a globe that they put two motorcycles in, and they go upside yeah. down and do tricks and shit. Same thing they do at Big St. Charles. Yeah. 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 Uh, where, they, where is Long Shots at? Uh, Portage. Portage to Sioux. Which is? Right next to the giant uh, statue of Mary that looks like a penis on the river. You don't know the penis statue? I it's do not. where the Mississippi oh, and the Missouri merge. I think the penis statue is the first place I ever had car sex. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nobody ever goes down there. So. Oh. <laughs> it's it's so funny. I can't wait to let you do drink it or sink it. It's okay. gonna be great. <laughs> so I didn't want to start at Cadillac Jacks. That's uh, all the way downtown. I didn't feel like riding all the way down there. And plus, we didn't start that early. So uh, we immediately go to Shirley's Hoosier Redneck Biker Bar down off. I actually 94. like Shirley's. It's it's not bad. I love Shirley. I haven't seen her in probably ten years. But fuck, I don't even know if she's still alive. But. When we uh, we used to play pool together, yeah, or against each other, Shirley and I got along great. But anyways, we're there, and uh, I'm riding on 370, heading towards 94 to get off and and go there. And I, I'm cruising along, and I'm in the the slow lane, and there's a car in front of me that's going even slower. So I go, I'm getting ready to go around them, and I look in my mirrors, and I see a couple of bikes coming up. Pretty fast next to me. If I move over now, I'm probably going to end up cutting them off. I don't want to do that. So I'm waiting until they pass me. I'm going to guess it was somewhere in the vicinity of 60 bikes that all went past me two by two. Uh, and they were invaders. I don't know if you guys know what invaders yeah, are. Absolutely. All right. They're, they're it's a club. It's a club. One percenters. One percenters. Mm-hmm. Um, you Google invaders. It talks about the various things that they are under suspicion for. Yeah. They're, Meth, they're like murder. Uh, uh they're like, uh, what's the ones that got in trouble at Woodstock? Hell's Angels. Hell's, Hell's Angels. Like, yeah. They call it the so. call it the Midwest. Uh, no, they're nationwide. I mean, there's because the the you know that they're invaders. They got white cuts, and so they got their it says invaders across the top. Then they got their logo, and then underneath says where they're from. There was sure. a St. Charles chapter. There was a Southern Missouri chapter. Um, they were they were there from all over the country. So these 60 invaders all drive past me, and I'm like, man, am I ever glad I didn't cut them off. <laughs> uh, so they get off at Truman because they don't know where they're going, as it turns out. I go on down to 94. I get off there, go into Shirley's. I find a place to park back in, get off, grab a beer, and with that, all the invaders show up. And they're like, well, there's no more parking spots, so we're going to park here. And just block everybody else in. Are you included but in that? I am included in that, yes. <clears throat> Whatever. You're, they're showing how cool and tough they are. That's fine. Whatever. I'm not going anywhere anyway, so it doesn't bother me. What bothered me the most was you would not believe the number of swastikas, uh, SS patches. Yeah. Uh, one guy in particular was wearing a black T-shirt that said, my shirt can say nigger because it's black. Oh, my 
God. Oh. I'm just like, are you fucking? This is all just blatant out in the open. The number of swastikas blew my mind. I don't, and I don't. Never got the impression that bike groups, you know, especially around here, that that racism was a part of their thing. Even if they were one percenters, like it's basically fuck authority, right? Not fuck black people. Like that no. seems really out of character for most bikers. So as it turns out, there were there were multiple clubs that were there. the The invaders have two support clubs: the uh, Southern Discomfort. And the Sons of Silence, whose logo is two lightning bolt S's. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. And that symbol was fucking everywhere. People just, I mean, like swastikas the size of dinner plates on the side of their bikes, the SS all across the front of their windshields and shit like that. Everywhere. So all of a sudden, I realized that my victory is in the middle of all the Invaders Harleys. I see a lot of people pointing. Maybe they loved it. I don't know. But I'm like, I'm real fucking uncomfortable right now because suddenly there's a dozen invaders behind me and 30 invaders in front of me, and they're all just kind of staring at me. I'm sure they weren't, but that's how it felt. Yeah. So I turned to Lauren. I'm like, you want to go somewhere else? She's like, yes. <laughs> she was very nervous. If you were feeling so, uncomfortable, your much smaller girlfriend was right. feeling much more uncomfortable. <laughs> so I realized there's only one way that I'm getting out, and I basically have to pull like a 30-point turn and go back the way that I'm not facing to a 180 and get around the parking, uh, you know, the, the, the wheel stops. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to get around them. That involves moving four invaders and their girlfriends, uh, all of which had the giant swastikas on them. So I decide best way to do it, I guess, is to just be cool, just Fucking do it. So I get up there. I'm like, hey, guys, you mind? I'm going to I'm gonna turn around trying to uh, we're gonna move on. They're like, oh, yeah, man, no problem. And they're, like they motion to their girlfriends like, hey, back up. This guy's trying to move. And they're doing everything. They're yelling at other people trying to get them to move and help me out and turn me around. Like they couldn't have been any nicer to me to move out. But at the same time, they're just preaching this total fucking hatred. Yeah. So we get out of there. We go across the street uh, to the gas station where there's another I'm going to say 500 bikes. And we're just walking up and down, looking at all of those things and whatnot. Um, all of the county cops were hanging out in that parking lot, so it wasn't quite as busy. <laughs> <laughs> we end up down at Longshot. Well, no, first we end up at this bar in, uh, in Portage, like on the way to Longshots, which had uh, uh, this typed on their door. They had a sign. Notice, this tavern is politically incorrect. We say Merry Christmas, God bless America, we salute our, we salute our flag, give thanks to our troops. If this offends you, leave. In God we trust. Okay. That's fair. Sure. <laughs> they just, hey, they that, laid yeah. it out. Here's our beliefs. Like if you don't like it, yeah. fuck off. Don't bother. <laughs> I like that it. a lot. So sure. it kind of tells you where we're, where we're at. Yeah. We go in there and we are surrounded by uh, guys in the cuts that say bikers for Trump. On their cuts and whatnot, <laughs> and uh, I, people are just walking around. End bombs, like it's just it's a normal thing to do. Left and right. <clears throat> so we have a couple of beers there, really just for the atmosphere. It was unbelievably entertaining. And we head to long shots, and as we're pulling into long shots, uh, we see five uh, Mongols 
walking up. Now, if you don't know what Mongols are, they are also one percenters, and they don't like invaders. <laughs> the Mongols are new to our area. Yes. Yes, they so, are. So I'll tell you why I know this. And I've never – I've been on the back of a motorcycle one time in my life. But whenever we do the big St. Charles stuff, we were kind of versed into, you know, I know you're going to be bringing a lot of people. We bring 20-ish staff members. Uh, there are going to be people here that sometimes don't get along. And we were – this is our third year – or second year. I'm sorry. This is our second year. Uh, we never had an issue. And then the Mongols came in, and they said, you need to be aware of – the situation because the mongols don't like the what was it invaders. invaders yeah so uh another reason why i know about all this is big dave who runs the ink spot he will never have a patch or a uh what do you call it cut a cut yeah. um he gets along with everybody but he if he <coughs> organizes a run for a charity or whatever it is he will let everyone know. So basically, if you go through someone's area, you have to call the leader of their group and say, I'm going through your area just so you know. So this... this Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so, so this weekend, he went to uh, Tennessee. Earlier this year, he went to where AA started. Um, they do a big motorcycle run. So they call or get in touch with every group along the way and say we're going to ride through your area it's it's so it's very uh uh what's what's the show you guys watch uh sons of anarchy it's it's very sons of anarchy yeah it's 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 i've never heard of like calling in advance to say hey i'm just riding through i've never heard of that but that i mean and it's, it's only from him i like i said i have no fucking idea about any of this so but we hear we, about it a lot we get down to long shots and there are 3,000 people at long shots. Uh, there, there are a lot of different groups. There are a couple of gangs. The Invaders are there. The Mongols are there. Hell's Angels are there. But Hell's Angels apparently gets their own reserve dock. So you saw very, very few of them. They're all secluded. They're they're, yeah. they're like king shit there. Uh, yeah, they got VIP treatment if you're a Hell's Angel. Um, so people are starting to get a little drunk. And things you could feel the air Tension. getting thick. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so some a uh, couple of other friends, Jeff and Angela, called me. They're like, "Hey, we're go- we're getting ready to head out on the bike. Are you guys out? Do you want to meet?" We're like, "Yeah, you know, we're at Long Shots right now." They're like, "Well, we're thinking about heading over into Alton. You want to meet us in Alton?" I'm like, cool. That's a perfect excuse to GTFO here, you know. Uh, so we split, but I left. We'll meet you somewhere safe like the Applebee's. Is that what you said? <laughs> Actually, we went to Morrison's. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's a really cool uh, Irish bar that I've talked to you about yeah. before, I think. Yeah. But you should go there. Uh, anyways, uh, Ryan, Ryan and Holly Ryan, mm-hmm. was there at Long Shots. We hung out with him for a little while. He decided he was going to stick around. We split. He said like half hour, 45 minutes after we left, all hell broke loose. Invaders, Mongols, somebody looked at somebody the wrong way, and all hell broke loose. He said there were just waves of people rushing into this battle royale. That shit scares the fuck that out occurred. of me. I'm going to be really honest with you. Like, he said he's really got didn't. one guy that's a friend who is, quote unquote, friends with the invaders. And he said, this shit's going down. If you hear gunshots, run over there behind that bus. 
Jesus. because it's <laughs> there's a good chance. He said nobody got shot. But like the DJ started screaming like, guys, stop, stop. He said it eventually. So it was kind of a bad yeah, the, the, the DJ is going to get everyone to quit. <laughs> hey, yeah. DJ. And actually the way he phrased it was the black guy who was DJing was trying to get everybody to stop. We're like, well, we already know the opinion of a lot of these right. gang members. you know. So we got That's out of there just scary, in time, man. man. And I'd always thought, I mean, I've hung out with a lot of bikers, big, scary, quote unquote, looking guys, people that look like me, you know. And we're all cool as shit, you know. It's, yeah, you just think we look scary, but we're actually pretty friendly. These guys look scary, and they they are they are. <laughs> These are the people that you should be afraid of. <laughs> but it really kind of uh, it kind of soured me on the biker life. Yeah, you know? I was disappointed. That is disappointing. It's something that's supposed to be like a a fun thing, and then you go to a bar and just feel uncomfortable because you might get murdered. Right. Like, that's, right. that's There was a thing a couple of years ago in Texas. Remember that? Where, where I forget what, it was at a bar. Yeah, it, two, I think that actually was at an Applebee's. It was something like that. I'm, it was, it, two I'm games pretty came, sure it was at an Applebee's. Two games came together and they just started just... They like, started shooting. Started shooting and a bunch of people died. Oh, yeah. Yep, I remember that. That's so shitty, man. I fucking hate it. We cracked a new beer, by the way. This beer is good. This? this is the uh, Gooseberry Goza from Crane. Uh, 4.1% on this. And, yeah, it's really nice. Sour. Very tart. Fruit is really nice on it. What does a gooseberry look like? Is it like a raspberry or is it like yeah, a smooth? Like a, like a testicle. No, that's a snozberry. Sorry. They taste like snozberries, though. Those are testicles. Mm. I have no idea what a gooseberry is. I don't think we have those in the States. Um, so we were talking earlier about... Uh, Can someone Google? You're, you're on the Google machine over there. Yeah, I'll find what a gooseberry looks like for you. Thank uh, you. About cruising. Were we talking about that on the show, or was that before the show started? Cruising where? Going on a cruise. Was that on the show? Uh, that was before the show. That was before. Oh, okay. so before the show. Greg and Sorry Don yeah. are going... Yeah, we had some regulars Fuck. that are going on a cruise for a really long time. Five and a half weeks. Oh, they look like grapes. Really? Yeah. So they don't have bumps? No. Grapes. Otherwise, he said, would have said raspberry. Grapes oh, and uh, cherry tomatoes. That's what they look like. Mm. Um, and Jeff, you had said that you would, you're not interested in cruising. Not at all. I don't want to spend a week being trapped. Trapped, Yeah. Plus, you know my opinion on the water. Fuck the water. <laughs> I like to see the beach from the safety of dry land. Or the ocean from the safety of dry land. The beach but is you don't the like, You don't like being really hot, do you? Oh, I love the heat. Yeah. Yeah? No, I'm totally I'm, okay I'm, with I'm the heat. I'm a heat guy, too. Yeah, I love the heat. I love the beach. I just don't like the water. Yeah? Fucking fish, are, they don't, I don't like them. They're scary. What? Well, I was almost murdered by one. You know that. Uh, a couple of years ago. By yeah. Goliath Grouper, um, down in Mexico, they still call him Jewfish. It's a true story. He's turned into the the the. the no, that's a true story. <laughs> they still call. That's why I've got that street sign There's over there that says Jewfish Drive. So they say used to be called the Jewfish. Now the why? I don't think Jew has Jewfish has anything to do with Jewish people. I think yeah. it's just a. No. I I don't know why no, I didn't name them. the fish. No, now they're called Goliath Groupers. Okay, and one attacked me when I was in Mexico the first time. Almost killed me. Um, 
explain almost killed you. Like he took a nibble off your elbow, or he had had your head. It in swam his, by his, him in kind of a close proximity. It was more than it that. It put his gills on him. <laughs> it was more than that. It almost killed me. Um, it. I got out of the water instantly. Uh, Brian was there. He witnessed it. He. I think he would have probably helped save me if I hadn't fended the beast off myself. <laughs> All right, so uh, long story short, we're snorkeling in a what what they call water park down there. It's not like slides, so it's not raging rivers. It's What part of the country are we in? Uh, Cancun? This is up near Cancun, yeah. Uh, it's at a place called Shellha, X-E-L space sure. H-A, Shellha. Um, and basically, you know, you go, you pay to get in, and then they, they trolley you up this inlet of the ocean, and then you snorkel back down. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, you know, you'll see a lot of tropical fish at the beginning, a lot of small. Then you start to see the bigger stuff as you get closer to the ocean because this, this body of water that we're in is connected to the ocean. Uh, so we get down towards the, the end of this cruise or the snorkeling thing. I don't know why I called it a cruiser. But uh, I'm I'm swimming along. I'm looking down. I'm trying to find fish. And with that, all of a sudden, this, this stingray the size of a Volkswagen fucking flutters, kicks its sand all up, and comes swimming right past me. Now, it was pretty good distance below mm. me. I, the water was probably 20, 30 feet deep at this point. But nonetheless, it kind of startled me. Steve Irwin had just died. Sure. And uh, so I stop, and I, I like I lift my head up out of the water, and I'm kind of floating. I can, my, my feet can just barely touch, like on my very tiptoes. Yeah, that's a that's a Goliath grouper. That is a large fish. This thing could have swallowed me whole. Maybe not whole, but two bites, and I'm gone. Good Lord. And I'm talking to Brian. Brian's swimming by also. That could eat a deer. That's, yeah. a, that's a big animal. Yeah. Look at Bird this chick, fish. though. This picture, this chick's just like smiling and just holding this giant yeah. fish. She's not scared. She's an asshole. <laughs> Go on. So Brian says, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna put my goggles back on. I'm going to swim by and, and see what I can find, uh, see if I can see anything else. We're talking about getting ready to get out. And I'm like, all right, cool. So he goes under, and I'm, like, dusting off my, my goggles, getting rid of the fog. And with that, he instantly pops up, and he goes, oh, my God, look, 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 look. Okay, so I just I hold my goggles up to my face, and I look down, and I look into the water. I don't see anything, and I look this way, just as this fucking – serpent this this sea monster does a 180 turns around so i see him from the tail i see him sideways and with that all of a sudden he is coming right for me and i lift my head up and i go fuck that and with that he swims by me and does one of these kind of hip checks me (laughs) with this with his with his hip on the side of his like fishy body and like nudges me out into the deeper water so i'm assuming to make it easier to prey on me and then he swims off and i'm like fuck this i'm out and i swim as fast as i humanly possibly can to get the fuck out of the water now brian is there and i'm worried about my boy because i figure if i'm gonna split maybe he's gonna eat brian he's smaller than you yeah, so yeah this, you know the fish is definitely swallowing brian hole right <laughs> well brian is laughing it like hysterically laugh, and I go, I hear you laughing. I don't give a shit. I'm getting the fuck out. <laughs> and yeah, so I beelined narrowly, 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 narrowly escaping with my life. Man, 
bats. I was terrified. I have a story. Fish. We only got like 20 minutes left, so I know you got okay, some uh, okay, drinking well, or sinking. Yeah, so and I, you got a story? So. I have a really quick story. Uh, well, you know my favorite uh, comedian is Bill Burr. What am I? My probably second favorite comedian is Bill Burr. Burr. So he tells a story about people like reading facts. They go, uh, www, like, I want to prove that I'm right, dot com. And they just throw up all these facts. So he was going to go snorkeling. And they, the guy said, you know that 80% of people are shark attacks, because he was afraid of sharks. 80% of shark attacks happen in shallow water. And he goes, yeah, no shit. That's where the fucking people are. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, yeah. that's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I have a bat story, but I'll save it for after dark. Okay. And it's it's super, super fast. But we'll we'll do a, 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 a thing that goes way back to when we first started doing the bruise room on uh, after dark. Okay. I'm look. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do drink it or sink it, and I, I don't have much, but uh, there's a couple good ones I think. All right. Uh, so <coughs> you guys that don't know, drink it or sink it. Uh, it's just goes around craft beer. If you like it, you drink it, which means yes. If you don't like it, then you drop or you dump it down the sink. So these guys are going to say yes or no to what my whatever comment is. Yeah. So, uh, drink it or sink it. Oh, man. I don't know where to start. Drink it or sink it. U.S. makes the best whiskey. Oh, 100%. Drink. <clears throat> I, I know Japan's getting, like, tons of awards and shit. Oh, there's Ireland, too. That, Japan's that, the new hot shit right now, though. With yeah, whiskey. I know. And they have I've been had, for a I've while. I've had some. And I've had... I, I, I've I had, had, I've had Japanese scotches, what you would call sure. it, because they're peaty, like it's Scotland. It, it, I just don't like them. I I'm <laughs> personally, I'm, personally, I, I know you, Goosebridge. Jeff. No, the fruit. Jeff, the reason why I brought this up because I know you're really big into bourbon right now, um, but you also like Irish whiskey. So I was, I was teetering whether you're going to say yes or no. For me, Ireland makes the best whiskey uh, in the world. Uh, I say America because I like rye the most. I say, someone who loves rye, rye is really great. Yeah. I haven't had a rye that is not from the states that is better than stuff I've had in the states. I agree, hundred percent. That's me, where I'm at. On for it. me, bourbons are too sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. So th- that's a little too much, especially. I mean, you go to Kentucky, Tennessee, they're a little too much for me. So I like the spiciness of Irish whiskeys. That's what I like about rye. Yep. Uh, drink it or sink it. Lagunitas is the best brewery in California and Illinois. Sink it. Why? Because I think there's better. Yeah, name, I name gotta them. go. I gotta go sink it on that as well. I think th- I my prediction was both sink it, but I who's better? Because I don't think either in of you. California, guys, I'd put Russian River above them right off the bat. For me, the brewery is better. Man, the brewery, mm. I don't know. They've been. I love the brewery, man. I love a lot of their stuff. Name the brewery's best IPA. Uh, I don't have <laughs> the brewery's best IPA. Right. But white chocolate is one of my favorite beers ever. Sure. And I love that too, but. Nah. Uh, so, Russian River, is your consecrations better than your favorite Lagunese beer? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. I Man, I'm surprised you said that. I will put any Lagunitas uh, 
any hoppy beer from Lagunitas up against Pliny any day. Uh, I think they're not only on par, but probably better. Uh, I respect Russian River and Pliny for what they did. They invented a style. That's pretty awesome. Sure. But it's been it's been done better. Sure. I, there's so many breweries in Illinois now. That's such a hard question, too, because Lagunitas isn't pumping out those cool, fun, new beers like a lot of the other guys are doing. If you said the best beer dollar for dollar, it's a drink it. Yeah, definitely. But just as the best brewery, it's a sink it. Uh, for you guys that have never heard me do this before, um, it's been a little bit, but um, I try to mix it up and do a lot of different topics and a lot of different genres or what, not genres, but areas of knowledge. So, uh, uh, drink it or sink it. Shawshank Redemption is the best prison movie ever. Sink. That title belongs to The Rock. Uh, that's my only, my only. Uh, I was kidding the rock is a great i prison love movie. I, I love the rock i really do it's oh i just fun... went the guy oh <laughs> the rock uh, is a fun he's a stud great no, movie. that's just a word clear two of them right off the top of my head that are better oh brother or art thou cool hand luke oh br- i've never seen oh brother i there's no way that it's better than shawshank it's not really a how prison can you movie. say that you've never seen it oh it brother or art thou is not really a prison movie it's Prison Escape, which all three of those movies. They're my three. My dad's three Shawshank favorite movies of all time. Shawshank is also a Prison time. Escape movie if you my, want to get down to it. My dad's three favorite movies of all time are all about Prison Escapes. Shawshank, Cool Hand Luke, and Oh Brother Arthur. I will drink it that Shawshank is the best Stephen King movie, though. That's Stephen King? Yeah. I don't know that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, sink that uh, because I think you forgot about Sleepwalkers. Pet Cemetery Two, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if we're gonna wrong. if we're gonna give sequel to them also, then yeah. I mean, I think you're off. At the, it's at least third. Night Shift. God damn, there's so what many great Walmart, ones. man. That wasn't Stephen King. All right, let's go. I with, think it was. Uh, drink it or sink it. Hard rock or metal music is better for sexy time than R and B. Oh, fucking drink that shit up. I don't think there's any time that's good time for R and B time. <laughs> you ever listen to Boys to Men? <laughs> Come yeah, on, I just saw him in concert a few weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, I'll make love to you. For There's the reason why they wrote that song. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sink that one. You're gonna sink it? I what am. do you like? I don't listen. I've to never really been a music guy yeah. for for sexy time. Yeah, every once in a while, I gotta concentrate on what I'm doing. You know, I mean, Lynn, I'm trying too hard not to blow. Lynn, Lynn really likes either. Maybe music would help. I can concentrate on the lyrics. Hard rock or techno. Yeah, those are the go-to's. Is that just to get the beat? <laughs> you get the hips fucking going. Who's down? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no. You listen to metal if you want to like have a good, nice hate fuck or something. Yeah. You know, like we fought that day. So you, <laughs> you know, you flip on the the Nine Inch Nails or something like that. Oh, fuck and, you like an animal. Uh, yeah. Not that's a, that's a little too on the nose, but <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, pretty hate machine. Anything off that would be great. Uh, you just wind up next to each other crying, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and bruised. Yeah. <laughs> we got to wait for a little while to do this. Uh, the, the, one, the one you gave me an answer to, uh, and uh, but, I'll, but I'll be interested to see what you guys say is the best one. Augusta Beer Festival is the best beer festival of the year. Uh, in St. Louis. Local? Question mark. Uh, not including yours. 
I wasn't Ken. I wasn't. Yeah. Gonna, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Drink it. Drink it. Uh, drink it. So the only ones that I thought of were Frosty Brews, which I I've never been to, but I know you guys like that one. I do. Um, I think I like more of the post party than I do yeah, the actual actually, festival because yeah. lately, at least the last two years, the weather's been so fucking miserable. Yep. Zero degrees. Moved us outside. Windy outside all day. Yeah. They, it used to be inside. Lupulin's fun. I like Lupulin a lot. I did not really have a a good time at Lupulin. Really? I I thought this year's Lupulin was cool. I don't know. I don't like. I don't really care for the way it's set up. That's weird because I really like the way it's set up. I except, felt like the Missouri I, breweries, the St. Louis breweries, were secluded from all of the cool kids in the main room, and they just stuck us all in the back room. I'm like, that's really kind of shitty. It was super segregated. Had all the guys from out of town, plus narrow gauge, perennial, second shift. Second shift. Yeah. Um, so my last one is is an odd one. And it's something that I that I encountered today that I absolutely hate. Hate. Two knuckles? No. Uh, he said hate. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I don't know you how know, freaky when, he was. When, when you do a, when you do a golf tournament, twice. a lot of time it is, uh, you know, like bratwurst with, you know, the fixings or whatever. And then, you know, at the end you get nice food. So I hate sauerkraut. And I think that's a, it's kind of like a, a 50-50 thing. Some people like sauerkraut. Some people don't. So my thing is, drink it or sink it, sauerkraut is the remnants of the grounded-up food that everyone puts down their garbage disposal. <laughs> sink it. You like sauerkraut? I love sauerkraut, I, man. I, I like sauerkraut when it's well-made. Yeah. I've had a lot of bad kraut. Yeah. I'm just not... And everything about... Phrasing. Everything about <laughs> the German-style sausage, and I love mustard, and I love it all, and I fucking hate so, sauerkraut mark and i uh for you guys that don't know mark is another guy that does the show once in a while with us uh, we, he's a special guest yeah. every once, once we a, had this he's a, couple had a, and a heart attack apparently yeah uh, we had this conversation a few weeks ago about german cuisine like what is their their style and it's all sausage. like besides sausage like what are they known for they you know kraut spetzel they have a pasta they Pretzels. have one pots pasta spetzel is really good though it is good. I've made it at home. It was delicious. If you look at like Wikipedia, their like food culture, it's all disgusting shit. Like haggis, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you know stuff. I, didn't, I thought a haggis was a Scottish dish. Yeah, it, it might is, be. but it's know. very it's just... similar to things stuffed inside organs and you know beets and cabbage. <laughs> like we call hey, that... as a guy that's been stuffed inside an organ, <laughs> I don't I know say, if that's all that bad. We call that date night at the Den House. <laughs> It's metal night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He can't make it 120 minutes. No, there's no way. That's old school That's a long time. I don't know if anybody gets that but me. Do you guys remember 120 minutes? It was back when MTV actually showed music videos. And uh, Matt, 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 fuck, oh, I don't remember. Oh, the bald Matt. guy. Yes. Uh, Pinfield. Yeah, Pinfield. He hosted the show, and it was all heavy metal It was videos. metal for 120 minutes? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Can I get a high five for remembering him, Matt Pinfield yeah. at this point in the night? You guys both knew the reference. You didn't get the joke, because we, we, but we got there. We yeah, got there. I got it. All right, we got to wrap it up. Uh, what do we got coming up at your place, Kyle? Uh, coming up, so when this... 
Uh, we have. Dude, we're kind of off about ten minutes earlier. Did oh. we finish the cruise thing? We have eight minutes. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a guy that's recording it and sees it right here. We usually go to 120. Mm-hmm. We're at 109. Okay, 11 minutes. That's what I said. Well, usually this is the time we start talking about finishing our. S- I just want to make sure we right. covered your cruise conversation. You brought oh. it up, and then we okay, got it. We can we can talk about it real quick. It's nothing big. Real we quick, just... let's do what what comes up at Shamrock and what comes yep. up at Exit Six. All right. Uh, Cutwater Spirits for beer school, and then the week after that we have Sweetwater. Nice. The twenty third. You? We don't have anything coming up. Do we? What's uh, up? Not this week. This week is a uh, free week for us. We're actually having a, a yeah. chili cook-off with some friends on Saturday. And I can't wait week, to dominate that. Next weekend we'll be in Memphis. Man, that's, Memphis is my favorite festival of the year. You guys love Memphis. I'm not, a, I'm not time. a Memphis guy. You should come down with us next I need, weekend. I, yeah. I need to come down. We'll, sh- I, we'll show you the city. I, like I mean, we've never seen We've it. started to find more and more cool places to go that's not Beale. I'm taking my catering show on the road. I'm doing a wedding in uh, Kansas City. Why? Because I like to make money. <laughs> they can't get horseshoes in KC? Like, Yeah, that's what I'm cooking. <laughs> it's, it's just horseshoe buffet. <laughs> it's a plate of Texas toast, a big thing of Texas toast, a big thing of fries, just gonna, an assload of cheese. And cheese sauce. It's chicken fingers or We're, we're going to do it all here, and then you get to eat it. It's going to be fucking mush while the t- <laughs> by the time the wedding reception goes off. You don't uh, build your own horseshoe might be a fucking million dollar idea. I mean, I, I mean, just horseshoes has been pretty good. I think I'm gonna have to evolve though. <laughs> yeah, we gotta so, move away. You from guys are gonna open up your place in Wentzville and have the shore shoe or something like that. That <laughs> double shoe. <laughs> the double shoe. Double shoe. <laughs> double yeah. shoe. When you absolutely need to have a coronary. Yeah. We're gonna call it Mike's ten shoe. We actually do have a cool event. The friendship uh, come- is what you should call it. <laughs> uh, we've got a cool event coming up in uh, yeah, November. Uh, we're going to do a Sweetwater tap, t- tap takeover in November, and we're bringing in a glass blower. Ah, I was just talking with them about that. That's I'm, So, you know, I have a, I have a, like a, a, a bucket list thing to do blown glass. Really? Like you I, actually want to blow the yeah. glass, or you want to blow the guy blowing I, the glass? I'll yeah. say, you know, Both. I call my dick glass, Both. right? Both. <laughs> I have a bunch of weird bucket list things that I would like to do, and blowing glass is one of them. Oh, well, you should come out November fifteenth, yeah. I believe, is the date. Yeah, it's a guy uh, from uh, the shop, right? Or that does stuff. It's at like the, the shop. greatest shop or something. The greatest, greatest shop. shop. Yeah, yeah, that's right yeah, behind me. Like oh, yeah. is that where it is? It's on Mexico. They used to be right by oh, Night Shift, yeah. and now they moved. Oh, it's, that's the shop. The greatest shop. Might be. That's the same guy. If you go um, on their Facebook page, yeah. they have an area, and I'm trying to think of how it would be. So if you were to go to a brewery and watch a brewer brew beer or a go to a restaurant and watch a chef prepare their meal, mm-hmm. you get to see a guy blow glass to make your pipe. It's really fucking cool. And you can see it right there on, on their Facebook page. That's well, cool. you can come here and watch them blow a pipe. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a euphemism. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really, really neat. He is—he's gonna come here. He's—he's uh, he's gonna be here for three hours blowing glass. Yeah. He's gonna make a piece for the bar. He's going to make a piece. I'm assuming it's gonna be a pipe, maybe an elaborate one by the sounds of it, uh, for his shop. Uh, and then we're gonna—we've got a couple of auctions. We're gonna do uh, Sweetwater's bringing out a hammock, a Sweetwater hammock, a bunch of shirts and shit like that. 
Uh, then I'm going to put together a basket. Cries donating some Blues hockey tickets. Um, and half of the money from the raffle is going to go to probably Respond to Rescue. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I know we're going to do it for a charity. It's either going to be Responder Rescue or, at that point, our Christmas family thing. We're still working out the details on that, but it'll be Very one nice. or the other. Yeah. Uh, God, it's so close but, to that, too. Yeah. yeah. That is, you know what? That is, that's my favorite thing you guys do throughout the year, the, the Christmas family thing. And actually, you know what? Uh, last year, you guys had money left over, and you donated to Officer O'Connor Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that got shot in the head in Arnold. And if, if, if you pay attention to that, that guy's doing unbelievable. He had a oh, bullet. Yeah. He had a bullet in his brain, and he's walking. He's using both of his arms. Nice. It's unreal. That's good to hear. Yeah. I never really heard any follow up about yeah. that situation. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you guys donated a bunch of money that it really just changed hands for me to. Uh, I'm friends with his uh, cousins, so uh, you guys did really great with that. We try. Yeah. <laughs> We're good people. I think so. Most of the time. Follow us. Uh, I'll let you guys know more details about the glass blowing thing as it gets closer. I'm excited. I am too. But I, yeah, I talked him into it. I was like, I don't have this guy out here and just have it be a memory that we had a dude here. I, I want him to do a piece for the bar. Yeah. And like, all right, we'll we'll make that happen. Yeah. So, I'm excited about the stuff they're going to bring. Hopefully, uh, some cool beers that we don't normally get here. Uh, we're getting uh, barrel age res again. Yeah, we're getting that, was, uh, that beer was great, man. It was. We're getting a, an apricot sour that has never been here before. Yeah, uh, and another IPA that has never been here before. Uh, I know those for sure. Yeah. So, get G thirteen again. Uh, yes. G thirteen's a year round now. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, they decided that. I mean, um, I think it was pretty. I mean, when we got them, they decided to do that year round. That's a great beer. I have it on tap right now. Uh, it's. It's got that big hemp smell, but it has a really, really good flavor. Yeah. After. Well, I've never noticed the aroma. <laughs> no, yeah. Huh? Oh, that's weird. The, what the, are you, hard of smelling? <laughs> <laughs> that I, I, I've told you about the when. You're half right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Whenever we put it on, uh, I had an employee that was checking his pockets. <laughs> he thought he dropped his baggie. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. All right, that that about do it for us this week. Yeah, we'll talk about cruising a lot next week. Yeah, ha <laughs> ha teaser. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Check out After Dark. We I, I patreon.com slash the bruiser. I got two really good stories. So. Uh, and if you are After Dark, look forward to that because I've got some things as well. Awesome. <clears throat> it should be fun. I love it. We've got a plan. Yeah, and we never do. But we actually because we never do. So it's gonna be. That good usually times. means it's really gonna be dirty. Night, guys. After 